My name is Ian Campbell McKenna, and in this procurement in five minutes, I promise to tackle some of the biggest challenges and also answer the questions that our profession and our industry face on a day-to-day basis. In today's procurement five minutes, I welcome an experienced leader in professional services, sourcing and procurement, Kathy Hess. Now, for 25 years, Kathy has been an experienced leader in professional services, sourcing and procurement for some of the world's most notable brands, including MasterCard and Accenture. Today, we're going to call upon Kathy's deep experience and expertise to answer the question, what is the best way to manage tailspend? If managing tailspin was a simple, quick fix, we would not be having this discussion today. My philosophy on tailspin is that each organization has a different definition and a different threshold in which it needs to be managed. Tailspin is described as the rogue spend, which is usually made up of low-value purchases that are made outside of sourcing and procurement organizations. Historically, it was thought to be about 80% of the transactions make up about 20% of the spend. The process to managing tail spend can be practiced across most organizations. Step one, you need to analyze your spend. Gather all of your spend data and analyze spend to identify spending trends and categories of spend. I typically look to understand what is being managed versus what is simply being processed. I also like to spend time reclassifying the spend so I can clearly understand the spend and carve out the tail. Step two, identify and define your tail spend. Based on your analytics, you will need to decide what spend should be addressed. I will bucket the tail spend into the following four categories. Rogue or non-compliant spend. This is the spend that should have been managed by the procurement organization. It is spend that has gone to larger suppliers with contracts, but purchases were not negotiated or covered under the contract. Tier one is the head of the tail. This is the higher tier of spend values anywhere from 50,000 to a million. And there may or may not be contracts, but it was not managed by sourcing. Tier two would be the middle of the tail spend, and this could range from anywhere from $5,000 to $300,000, depending upon your organization. It is typically overlooked due to the low dollar value of the transaction, and also it's usually one or two times that it's been a purchase. Tier three, which is the end of the tail, has spent typically under $5,000 per year, and this is definitely the one-off small supplier's Designing a tail spend plan. Now that you understand your spend and you have categorized the tail spend, it is time for the plan. As I mentioned earlier, these plans need to take into account your organization's culture. I will usually look at my buckets of tail spend and the current processes to see what I can easily move over. I have found that most success increasing control over tail spend has been by maximizing the current processes. For example, if you have a strong PO to pay organization, you might consider putting your tier three spend into a system by using a third party payer. One supplier paying and reporting on all of your end of tail spend provides a level of transparency that is needed in managing tail spend. The next area I would focus on is the rogue or the non-compliant spend. Typically the spend is already managed under some sort of contract and is with larger suppliers so you would have a supplier relationship. The best way to manage this piece of the tail spend would be to work directly with the supplier and the business to understand why they did not follow the process. Typically I find that the business has assumed that since it was an established supplier that they already had contracts and didn't need to work with procurement. 
The tier one and tier two spend buckets I find to be the most difficult to manage. There is usually no quick fix like a third party payer or an established supplier relationship that can easily be leveraged. Additionally, the volume of transactions and new suppliers can be a significant increase in the workload for the limited resources you have. This tier of suppliers should be broken down into additional groups based on the size of the contract, the criticality of the services product, and the overall risk to the organization. Once broken down, you can determine what process should be followed for each group of suppliers. Step four, implement your tailspin program. The plan of attack has been made. You are now ready to move forward. No matter what you decide to do for your tailspin program, you will need to address communications and change management. This will be critical to your success, especially if you're bringing a new partner in to help manage the spend. Depending upon which process you decide to go with, you need to figure out what is the best way to communicate these changes. And sometimes that is no communication at all. You know your organization better than anyone else. Please use that when you make these changes. Step five, consistently and regularly review your program. Like any new program implementation, it is just the final step. Regularly reviewing your spend and your program and adjusting as needed will help to ensure your future success. Thank you and have a great day. Great insights from another one of our thought leaders. Be sure to share the link far and wide. And of course, I look forward to our next five minutes together. Bye for now and have a great and a productive day.